everybody welcome to the notes my goats podcast it is a friday probably uh as always i am brandon <laughs> i am brandon i'm steve <laughs> and this is the notes my goats podcast uh if you've stumbled upon us thank you for stumbling uh we appreciate you being here so that's all i'm gonna say steve uh what are we doing today who are we talking with what are we talking about porn i mean you're not wrong a new version of it though yes it hasn't been invented yet, or this actually it wasn't invented yet. It's a little eclectic, a little indie, you know. Yeah. I, 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 describe, stuff. I describe this as Greta Van Fleet, but without the intentionality of being What's another band. Yeah, <laughs> like it. I, 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 would, I would agree with that. Uh, yeah. But we are, we are actually talking with um, a good friend of mine, and he brought this band to me. He's been asking about the podcast, he's been checking us out from here and there. Um, he brought this band to me and he was like, if I'm going to talk about any band, I'm going to throw this one at you. Cause I'm pretty sure you don't know who they are. Nope. And I listened to him and I was like, well, you're right. And well, they kind of kick ass. So I like this. This is interesting. Um, it gives me something to talk about. Not like ho-hum. There's nothing ho-hum about this group, but welcome to the podcast, Tyler Davenport. What's up, buddy? What's up? No, man. So you brought this artist to me. So. I'm going to let you introduce the album today, what we're talking about. Um, so what are we, what are we actually talking about today, Tyler? Yeah. So uh, this is the new pornographers. It's their debut album, mass romantic. Uh, this album got introduced to me by a good friend of mine at work years and years ago. Um, I think it was about the year that it came out or maybe a, a couple years after basically yeah. um, it, it's a Canadian powerhouse group, um, all indie performers that all have their own individual solo careers that are within Canada anyways, you know, very successful. Uh, and over the course of like three or four years, they started just laying down some tracks because they're all friends and finally decided to just finalize it and, and push the whole thing out there. Um, now, I mean, over the course of, uh, you know, their, their career now at this point, uh, as a band, they, they've released, I think, six or seven albums and the band has kind eight, of changed. Eight total. Eight total. Yeah, they just um, released one just recently, like within the last year or so. Something about brake lights. I don't remember. Yeah, exactly. something. Signal by the brake lights. But they have sort of changed hands just a little bit. the 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 main thrust of the band is a guy named AC Newman, Carl Newman. Mm-hmm. Um, he writes the bulk of the music, and yeah, he's he he is a very um, he's very dexterous with his words, and and tells some very very interesting stories but there's a lot you have to pull out of there and a lot of uh, deciphering. So some of them can just come off as being like very pop songs, but they're densely written pop mm-hmm. songs. Yes. That, that sort of goes into the music too. The music is very, very layered. Even some of their simple songs are, you know, 10, 12 tracks mashed together. And there's just little bits here and there sort of floating through. Yeah. I, I agree with that a little, a little bit about them. I kind of did my, my Wikipedia and they are a Canadian band. Um, they're all from Vancouver area. Um, it is a seven piece band um, as they've kind of taken some out, some in. They've always maintained that like six or seven pieces um, band. And like Tyler said, they're all they were all prominent solo musicians from the Vancouver area who kind of all just kind of like came together. 
They have eight total albums. Um, Brill Bruisers was released in 2014, was the highest Billboard chart topper in the U.S. It was number 13. That, that's actually my personal favorite of their albums. Yep. And that was that was the highest um, selling grossing album in the U.S. for Billboard. Mm-hmm. Um, they have one of the things I found very interesting about this band that you wouldn't think of is they've been uh, featured in various TV and uh, like movie productions. They were um, featured in the Gilmore Girls, one mm-hmm. of Brandon's personal favorites. It is, um, 100%. Heroes, really. Chuck, yeah. yep, yep, The Office, really. Uh, they were, dude. This band was featured in NBA, on, I think, two thousand eight in the NBA playoffs. They were like a, a track that they used yeah. for them, and then interesting. And they, they then, also, I've got go one that you, I don't think you have on your list. So go, go, ahead. go ahead and finish your list. Oh, my last one was one of my personal favorites. They were they were on the soundtrack with Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yes, they were. No. Uh, good song too. Yes. Um, they also did. Uh, a song of theirs was licensed out for Carnival Cruise Lines for the commercials. Yeah. Do you, me- do you remember the commercials where it was like, uh, I don't remember the exact premise of them, but it basically like showed people bored or whatever. And then it showed them on the, the slides and having fun and doing the tubes and all yes. that. Yeah. That's them. That's Bleeding Heart Show. That's off of Twin Cinema, I think. Nice. No, they, they've yeah. been on, they've been on T-Mobile commercials, Sprint commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh, car all car they, they've done a lot of media stuff so like this band is they're an indie rock band indie pop pop rock band but they're very popular you may, might may not ever have known it was them yeah because they're not yeah. really plasting out like this is from the new pornographers because people in the u.s would be like well the old ones are still pretty bad <laughs> I mean, um but then you know me i'm like hey how's it going um so Mass Romantic was released in uh, November 21st of 2000. So it's, it's 20 years old, mm-hmm. um, 21, almost 21 years old, 12 tracks, 41 minutes long. The album did, they, so the first album came out in 2000. They started in 97. This album took three years to write. Mm-hmm. They spent three years writing and producing this thing to get it, to get it right and going through and recording it. Um, and a lot of that has to do with a lot of these, they take hiatuses a lot of times because they, they all are single, single like solo artists. Mm-hmm. And or they're in other bands and they get kind of trapped up with their like other stuff. Yeah. So they take breaks from this one. And even like some of the members will take breaks for a little while and then kind of come back. Mm-hmm. Like it's an open door policy for this band a lot of times. Um, they were ranked 24th out of 100 of the best indie bands of all time um, by Blender magazine, which is a pretty significant uh, kind of indie rock magazine. They were the second highest Canadian album or Canadian band, or this is an album. So it's the 24th out of a hundred best indie albums of all time. Second highest album. The first one was Arcade Fire's Funeral, uh, which was number six. Of bands from Canada. Bands from Canada, Canadian bands. Yep. Um, And then I'm not sure if Tyler's probably already seen this, but they did just recently announce in July of 2021, the band did, they're doing a North American tour. Yes. Where they're gonna play this whole album, mm-hmm. and then one of the other ones, they're doing two nights in every in every venue. Yeah, I think they're doing. I want to say it's Twin Cinema because I think I think it is Twin. Yeah, I think it's Twin Cinema. They're it doing is this the one. Fifteen on that one. Yep, they're doing the both of them. They're gonna do them um, one one night, one the next night, mm-hmm. in in complete in in completion. A lot of bands that were in the early two thousands and like late nineties are doing this. Uh, I know like Alanis did the Jagged Little Pill and she had to mm-hmm. reschedule that. It's actually coming through uh, this area next month in September. Oh, okay. But um, a lot of these like bands that had younger fans are doing these 20 year anniversary shows. So they play a whole album because now we have money and we can <laughs> buy stuff. 
Right. So uh, it, 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 that's not a new development. Three no. three years ago, I saw. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man, you you. I think I I think you know this, Steve. Um, I saw Hanson perform uh, with you my did. wife, dude. I so did I. Like at the the Twenty at, Monroe show at Twenty Monroe. Yep, it was a good show. I know. <laughs> I wasn't I was supposed surprised. to go. I was. But... Yeah, it was me, my wife, and my sister in law. And they're like, you do you want to go? I'm like, I'm down for a concert. Like, and that's cares? the only reason I went. I, originally, it was supposed to be my wife. I think I might have still been going. Your sister in law? And my yeah, my sister in law, but uh, she couldn't make it, so we ended up dragging Xander along. Eleven year old boy, you know, wants to go see a bunch but of. That was the same year you took him to go see Weezer, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, we went up to Mount Pleasant and saw Weezer that year. So, too. so I don't care. That kid went to a couple of shows that year and like went to went to some decent shows and saw some cool stuff at eleven. Whatever. Yeah, he's well, always I mean, along for the ride. I, I mean, my my big thing is, um, I, I think there is nothing better than live music, it, it, especially in a small venue like that. That venue is so perfect for for artists of that size. Of uh, I agree. You know, the new new pornographers, Jonathan Colton. Um, they might be giants. Yep. You know, there, there's all these great little bands that can go there and and just put on a hell of a show and then just oh, yeah. hang out afterwards. I, that 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 whole vibe is so fantastic. Yes, I I love I love the small shows. I personally hate arena shows. Um, yes, I yes. I like I like the big outdoor like festival shows. Like I like outside ones. The this the sound usually still kind of sucks, yeah. but at least that vibe of being outside and listening and doing that stuff. But I would much rather go to either a small venue that's like mm-hmm. 500 and less or something that's mid-size where you got to like 2,500 people. Like, cause I don't like people um, <laughs> well, mostly. Yeah. I want to, I want to be in the back sitting at the bar now and like hanging out. I don't want to be the pit anymore. <laughs> I'm too old for that shit. I don't want to do that yeah. anymore. So like when I was, you know, my kid's age, I wanted to be up against the rail. Now I know that okay. hurts a lot. Yep. The next day is going to be terrible, so I don't want to do that. But they did announce it as well as they're doing uh, Mass Romantic. They're doing a vinyl pressing for this album now for this year, too. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to put a vinyl pressing out for it, too. So that was kind of cool. Yep. Uh, I thought um, a lot of bands are doing these like, 20, 25 years because we do have money and we'll buy stuff now. Right. But um, this one, I think hearing this one on vinyl will be, will be interesting, too. But so. Yeah. This is how we do things. We get into, you know, my my spiel, and then we go into our favorite tracks, our least favorite tracks, our dark courses or deep cuts. Um, I'm gonna start with Brandon. What was your favorite track, Brandon? I picked uh, the slow descent into alcoholism. Just, I I really like uh, bands who kind of do different sounds and do different things. So the organ patch that they've got going on yes. about this track, um, and I don't normally like chunky chords like when they're playing in like chunks but this one kind of gave off a really fun vibe um and you just kind of i was listening to this kind of while i was like getting my kids to bed one night and i'm just bebopping my head around you know just like this is a cool groove going on so uh being this as this was my first time going through an album this album by this band i this was really one of the first ones where i noticed um myself dancing and kind of just getting into it so i i had to pick that because oh yeah everybody likes to white boy dance so you know <laughs> well three white boys going for us so what not Absolutely. what about you tyler what was your favorite it can change from day to day but overall uh the body says no has been okay. an absolute bop for me nice so i went with the title track i went mass romantic and the Lame. reason i i dude i'm sorry just kidding but just kidding it is it is 
maybe the best opening track on an album of an artist you've never heard of before. Mm-hmm. Like if it's like an out of the blue indie rock band, the opening track on a debut album, this made me want more from oh, the yeah. get go. Like it hooked me right in. Like, you know, like you listen to, like you read a book in the first like 15 pages, you want to be hooked in to go. Like you, you, you try to, you watch a movie the first like 15, 20 minutes, you better get hooked in. If not, you're playing your phone. It is <laughs> right. what it is. Right. You know, you better have something that's going to get you, get you going, get you engaged because even then you're engaged. The next couple of tracks might not be very good, but you're like, man, that first one was so good. I'm going to, I'm going to stick with this. I want to keep going. Master Romantic does that with me. Um, because it, it kind of with the, the music is complex and amazing mm-hmm. and it's so well balanced. You can tell that every single one of these musicians is like honed their individual craft in to like, just because if you listen to everything kind of individually, it's like, wow, it's really, really well. But then to have it produced and mixed all together, that mm-hmm. doesn't happen very often where you get people that are really good at one thing that can be really good at that. So we have one thing with other people it doesn't right. happen. The female vocals are, are also really, really good in this one. Um, they kind of just tie you right in and that male backing vocal just is enough to kind of just balance it right out. But almost every one of these tracks I listen to, there's, there's such balance between the, the vocal output and the music side of things where they're both kind of quirky in their own way, but they work so well that one doesn't really pull from the other, except for my least favorite. Cause that one did, but um, Brandon, do you want to play a game or do you want to go to our least favorites? Let's play a game. All right, I'm waiting for it. Time for the word association name game. Wang. Yep, there it is. So uh, I'm actually working on a theme song, an actual theme song for that. Uh, so that'll the trombone happen. drop, drop, drop. Yeah, whatever. Like or it. Sli- or a slide whistle. Yeah, whatever. that works too. Okay. Anyway, so I've got two. So this is the word association. Oh, pull the track listing up, Tyler. Make sure the track <laughs> listing. I've got it. Okay. Here's the track listing. So. I am going to give a word association or phrase association to a couple of tracks uh, on this album. And your, I, you, what you have to do is figure out what the track is that I am rearranging and whatever. So okay. I've got two of them. Okay. First one, Trump's favorite catchphrase. Oh, it's the fake headlines. Absolutely. 100%. There it is. Yep. Steve, I was the I br- I'm the one that brought up 45. You didn't even have to. Look at it. Go to 45. Dude, I, I can't believe he's not president yet. <laughs> I've been waiting not, this whole time. Shh, stop. We're not doing it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Fuck you. Anyway. I gotta wear a mask one of these days pretty soon. I know it. Uh, at least it's winter time, so at least we'll keep our face warm. Yeah, let me down, Biden. Come on now. I know, right? <laughs> All right. So next one. This one's gonna be probably just as easy. Um, because I don't spend a whole lot of time on these, but I do feel pretty proud of them every single time I come up with one. So uh <laughs> Kennedy or Robinson? Jackie, man. Yeah, nailed it. So Okay. I like I like that. Yeah, so that was headlines. that was the word association name game, guys. Wang. Oh, oh well, that's awesome. Yeah, those was that top. I gotta notch, make. Dude. I gotta make those harder. I was just very proud, especially the Trump's catchphrase. <laughs> I was very proud of that. Well, you're talking I to the right laughed. audience for that one. I, you I laughed. Yeah. I laughed so hard when I came up with that. I was like, they're gonna appreciate that. Yes, yes, yes. Best so, jokes are the ones you laugh at yourself. Yeah, so. exactly. Hundred percent for sure. So now that that game is done, uh, let's go and talk about our least favorite. 
Uh, Steve, let's start with you. What was your least favorite? Dude, uh, letter from the occupant. Oh, oh, them's fighting words. I'm sure I'm going to get fight here. So, you know what? The song's not bad until it gets the chorus. And then that uh, high okay. pitched, that high pitched letter from the occupant. Do I have my headphones on loud? Dude, my ears were bleeding. Well, I was like, I, I think that's more user error no, for not understanding no, sure. how to listen to music. Dude, I'm very Ooh, sure it is. That's fired. <laughs> However, my kids are annoying and super loud themselves. So yeah. sometimes I got to turn the headphones up so I don't mm-hmm. hear dead, 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 mm-hmm. dead. And they're just looking at me, mouthing it. I'm looking at them like, I don't care. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not unplugging. I'm not turning this off. No, I don't care. Like as long as you, and I've, I've now had to break out. We, we are T minus less than one week from school starting. Thank you, Jesus. Yep. And I have actually had to break out though. If you're not bleeding, I don't give a shit. Yep. Like it's, it's, it's that point now. Usually mm-hmm. it's just like, all right. But then they, one of them comes up bleeding. I'm like, if it's not an artery, I really still don't care. <laughs> you know what the band-aids are. Rub some, your band-aids. Look at you, Richie Rich. Rub some dirt no, on it. Call it good. I'm the dad of girls. All yeah, girls. Yeah, no. I lock my band-aids up. No, I don't really, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure. stuck with Toy Story band-aids and JoJo Siwa band-aids because apparently my kid likes JoJo. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's a face. It's okay. You yeah. can you can you can wear the big bow too. You just gotta glue it on your head because it's not gonna fit. I know it. Tyler's got the same problem you do, so yeah, it's okay. <laughs> um, Brandon, I think I know what your answer is. So we're gonna go to Tyler first because this is his baby. So, it, or, uh, or, did you, or, or did you want me to go and then Tyler can just shit on you? And you <laughs> He's gonna shit on both uh, of us. So it's gonna no, work you, out. You, you can go ahead, Brandon. Go okay, ahead, Brandon. Yeah. So my least favorite letter from an occupant, guys. <laughs> uh, it's three and a half minutes of somebody yelling at me, uh, <laughs> and, it got, <laughs> and it got really annoying really quick. I found myself I found myself skipping this one uh, during my last couple listens to the album because I don't like to get yelled at. <laughs> I, I get yelled at by my wife. I get yelled at by Steve's wife and I get yelled at by my four year old. I don't need it from from the porn people. I don't need it. So <laughs> I don't you get yelled at by girls, man. You got you got the little one and then you got the littlest one coming there. You're going to have a long line of getting all, yelled at by ladies yeah, yeah. all for yeah. the rest of my life. Yeah, yep, for sure. Uh, so. Tyler. Before we get into Tyler's favorite or his dark horses, I'm pretty sure I know what it is. What? what? Um, oh, yeah. No, what is your, that's not my dark horse. Okay. So, what is your least favorite? Oh, no. Okay. So, attack us on Letter from the Occupant. Tell us why that one's actually good. Um, so, I, here's what I will say I, I can understand your point of view because the first time I heard this album, I was turned off by it as well. I, I, what attracts me to music the most is the, the story and the songwriting. Um, you know, I, I I need good melody, good, you know, the backing, all of that needs to be there. It needs to be tight. But I, I'm a sucker for good stories. And every single song on this album, when you really dig into them, they're really, really dark. And there's a lot of dark places that they, they pull from for very pop heavy songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and Letter from an Occupant, uh, occupant is a, a, a true story from Neko Case, where... Uh, she was out touring and came home to find out that, you know, her boyfriend was, uh, had, had bounced on her, said, I, I have found God. I'm, I'm going to my religion. My religion says I need to be celibate and just adios. Mm-hmm. Come to find out he actually moved in with or, or started dating his, his uh, roommate, something along those lines. Um, and so that's what the whole line uh, for the love of the God, you said, uh, not a letter from an occupant. 
so that, that's what okay. the whole thing centered around. So once I started putting it into those frames, I was like, oh, okay. man. Okay. So, so the emotion the emotion then makes sense there. The emotion yeah. then that yeah. that. OK, so the screeching emotion yeah. does make it's sense. Because now. of because yeah, it's, a, it's a very raw thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, that it makes more sense to just like from an initial like overview. Listen. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and, it, I, it, and now that I know that I'll go back and listen to it with this new mindset. And sure. At a, lower if, if <laughs> at a lower volume. Who knows? At a lower volume. Right. It, yeah. And it may not. You know, it, it's such a wildly subjective thing. I'm not here to yuck anyone's yum. Boy, I, this one is tough for me. I, I think like Center for Holy Wars is one that I just don't connect with in any meaningful way. Um, and the the pacing on the music is is sort of jarring. Like I can get into songs where it's uh you know, one structure and then another and then another, and you sort of have three different things happen during that song. Like, um, uh, I think Mystery Hours was one of them that sort of did that to Wild Homes, kind mm-hmm. of did that a little bit. Um, Execution Day, that was one that really did it well too. But Center for Holy Wars just sort of, I don't know, the, the whole thing just didn't come together in the end for me, and it, I just didn't care for it in, in any way. Yeah, there's a couple. I mean, there was a couple on there that were the same way that were yeah. kind of yeah it's, but but if it's interesting to hear you say that this is there like a lot of these tracks are are deep because listening to them you wouldn't think like from an overview no. standpoint you wouldn't think that they're deep in the storytelling and one of the reasons i was actually going to talk to you about a, a band we did a couple weeks ago i think depending on when this comes out um we recently just did both weezer albums that came out in 2021 uh black and we no you? we no no or not 2021 Van Weezer and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. O- and Okay Human. We yep. did both yep. of those. Yep. And this band kind of reminds me a little bit of Weezer with the storytelling. Yes. There's yes. a lot of storytelling, but mm-hmm. different on this side of things, but it's kind of the same kind of feel. So new pornographers. So Brandon's got a yes. game for us that uh, one it's almost more game. Okay. That I suck at this one. It's I don't know, uh, storytelling. I don't know what Shatner. you call it. Shatner, shat your pants. I don't know. <laughs> the, sh- the, sh- the Shatner game. Yeah, I don't know. So basically, I've taken two songs, and I'm going to read the lyrics like a story or as they are, not with any sort of inflection or okay. that kind of thing. So, oh, blast. I drank the wrong draft down. Two sips from your crown. Oh, that is uh, execution day. Oh, man. Two lines in. Because yep. it, the, the opening line that Oblast, uh, 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 Behar, what's his first name? Dan, Dan, Danny Behar, Dan Behar, yeah. yeah. Um, his vocals are very, very unique, and the way he says Oblast at the start of that song, okay. Um, all right, so, so here's the next one, Steve. You got to be on it. Can you get it Dude, in one line? I'm gonna try, <laughs> no, I probably can't. Okay, so here's the next one I'm told the eventual downfall is still a bill from the restaurant. Well, that's a letter from Mac. The two lines again. Nailed it. <gasps> Game over. <laughs> Sorry. No, I literally, when we do the albums with like a big fan of them, I have no shot. No. We did three, I, we did third eye blind with a, with a, with a Elena Gonzalez and she killed oh, gosh. me. And that is it a was great album. This, the uh, three on blind, the actual like self title first one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great and she album. kicked my butt on that in the same uh-huh. game. And she actually, she, no, no, no. She made the game for us. She started she invent- this game. She invented this. Game. Oh, okay. Yeah. And me and Brandon like struggled because she's really good at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we both struggled. Yeah. But she was also like, "You guys can't we, get this yet." We went, we went through the entire 
track listing and it, there was two options left i think and then <laughs> yeah. we finally got it one of the but songs we had, I, but like, we had reasons for picking every single one i i so what I, what I will say is i didn't think i would do okay at this one just because like this album when it came out or not when it came out when i first heard it in 0203 whatever it was mm-hmm. um I, I was like, this is amazing. But I heard it the same. It, it would have been 03 because Twin Cinema came out. And I listened yeah. to that one next. And then a couple of years later, uh, Electric, the, their, their third album came out. And okay. so like I just steamrolled. And I this album specifically, I, I've sort of put aside and haven't listened to very much of at all mm-hmm. until uh, I was listening to Brill Bruisers actually uh, mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. And I was like, God, I love this album. And I was thinking, I, I you know that that was what I was originally going to bring to the table for you guys, but I wanted to step back and go like a little bit more archaic because Brill Bruisers, as good of an album as it is, um, this is a little bit less produced. It's very analog sounding. Mm-hmm. It, like it sounds like they're just all in the studio together, and I think that's such a cool sound. So like yes. a lot of these songs, I don't know extremely well, so I've had to kind of go back and, and re up my knowledge on it. Yeah. Oh. So, let's so what was into, let's go let's go yeah. Tyler Tyler what was your dark horse or deep cut for this one what was the one that you like really what got you um maybe an overlooked song overlooked I think it's the body says no um I, I don't know the full story of exact I think I understand what's going on in that song but I'm not 100 mm-hmm. but that's one I go back to frequently I really because it's got a really really good hook to it mm-hmm. okay what about you Brandon uh Tyler I just want brownie points back from you man uh the body says no yes. was, my, was my deep cut nice. um, so with this being my first listen through all of these really could have been like a deep cut or a deep oh, course because yeah. you know yeah. i don't i don't know you know whatever but um so i had to find like another reason obviously than you know whatever for why this would be a deep cut rather than anything else and i always go back to uh, the music side of things and the instrumentation. And I was really drawn to the saxophone with a rock band kind of feel. Oh yeah. Uh, which yeah. is super cool. Um, and then also the predominant use of the synth and piano on this yes. one um, yes. in a rock band, indie rock setting, you're mostly used to, you know, like guitars and drums and that sort I, of thing. I don't think that's actually a synth that's in that song. I think that's the world. It's oh, okay. All right. I could be mistaken. Okay. Um, I mean, nonetheless, still a sweet instrument, you know, you know, and the use of, I don't want to say obscure instruments, but obscure instruments that you were, yeah, just that you wouldn't normally put in something and makes it super awesome. So that for me, Mm -hmm. the body says no was my deep cut. So, uh, Steve, uh, round us out here, man. What's, uh, what's your deep cut? My deep cut was your favorite track, the slow descent into alcoholism. I I think what's interesting about, uh, uh, both selections for the dark horse here is like they, they have really strong ball uh, uh, like fading drums I guess I don't know how to say it right but sure. like it, it, when you get into the chorus it, it's like this build up and then a release and the drums yes. sort of like like the vocals and, and and the melody and the instrumentation all fall off and are falling down whereas the drums are are building back up yeah they you charge yeah. pretty frequently so yeah. I, and I did say it's the, the it works it works so well because it's just an upbeat music track and you wouldn't think it'd be upbeat with the title of what it is. You're thinking for me something more, more dour and down. The song is catchy. The lyrics are simple, but the mm-hmm. delivery of them is super complex. How they deliver them is it's not like the same thing every time. And with the female backing vocals, again, it, there's no, what I, what I like about this band is there's no wasted movement. 
Yeah. Everybody does something and everything that does is calculated. It's it's done exactly the way that it should be done. Mm-hmm. Seeing them live and seeing this produced live would be amazing, I think, just because it's, uh, they are fantastic live. I've seen you, them. You can see now. that. Like I, I when listening to the albums, because listen, listening to um the newest one, the Morse Code of Brake Lights. That's um right. and it's the same thing. It's it, mm-hmm. how it's structured and like to see this done live, you're like I, my head will be on a swivel because I'm trying to f- see everything that's going on yeah. and going on. But the the music with the with the vocals and everything else, it like Dan, like Brandon said, it makes you want to dance. It just kind of makes you move, gets you grooving. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you wouldn't think about with, again, the song titled The Slow Descent to Alcoholism. Because <laughs> yeah. like you're just like, that doesn't, they don't compute. So <clears throat> let me go to my final thoughts, then we can kind of get moving here. Um, for the band, the, the band is great. I really appreciate being introduced to them. I, I uh, loved it. Um, it's totally uncommon to see a band that in, in everyone's own right is successful and popular and can carry their own weight at any time. Mm-hmm. Bands like solo artists do that, have their own, their own thing. They do it all the time. But bands generally, have, you know, a five or a six person band, not every single one of those people can do their job all the time or carry the carry a song or carry the band. I mean, shit, Metallica has been carrying Lars's ass for the last 30 years. It is what it is. So th- the way that this band can go here, the music is great. Production's top notch. If you're a fan of kind of off the wall music that is indie and not super out there, this is a great one to listen to. And how I, how I did a reminder of this, this, this band reminds me of the Beatles, Sergeant Pepper meets, yes. meets Weezer. With mm-hmm. a little bit of Stevie Nicks or Karen Carpenter kind of thrown in. Okay. 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 That female that. charging in there. More that. more Stevie than, than Karen Carpenter. Some of that Karen I, Carpenter I, comes out there, but I, I get a lot of strong um mamas and the papas vibes yes. from, from her. Like a yeah, very strong mama cast. But, uh, but it's vocally. musically, musically and lyrically, it is like Sergeant Pepper meets Weezer. Yeah, absolutely. It's I think that's very fair. So but I, I went with an eight out of ten for me. Nice. So that's where I went. So what do you got, Tyler? Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a really strong introduction. I there are part of me, there is a part of me that wishes this this group specifically, all of these pieces stayed together throughout. Um, especially uh, uh, the drummer uh, Kurt Dahl. He's wildly good drummer, and I think he was only on for four albums, and then he bounced. Um, but it, it's exactly what you said. I love that you can have, you know, you're you're. Uh, your lead song is sung by Neko Case and, and, and Carl Newman. And then a few tracks later, you got Dan Behar doing his song. And, you know, he's got three songs on there, four songs, I'm sorry, on there that he wrote. He, he instrumental, you know, did, did all the instrumentation on it and, and sang on. Um, and, and that whole idea where it's like, you know, individually, we were all relatively successful within our own right let's all just come together and do an album that is all of our vision and somehow make it work and then do it again seven more times after that is bananas so yeah i i i'm a big fan of this album it is not my favorite album of theirs um that that honor still goes to either together or burl bruisers i think those albums are just they they knock me over every time i listen to them uh so i this one i'm at like a good seven out of ten i would say okay great um, so I'll round us out here with my final got, thoughts. Uh, with, I, I really enjoyed this listen of this album. Uh, it's different. It's not really something I wouldn't have normally gravitated towards. So I'm glad that we were able to 
to do this. That's one thing I keep saying all the time about this podcast. We do music that we don't normally have any idea what's, you know, what's coming. So when this was brought to, to our attention, I was kind of like, all right, I'm, uh, I'm intrigued by it. And, uh, I want to, I'm intrigued by, I was intrigued by the band name. Uh, I'm intrigued by this album and I'm intrigued to look forward to other albums, um, of theirs and, and kind of get more in depth with this one. So I really liked their sound. Um, it's very, yeah, it's, it's different, but it's, all really good i really enjoyed this one so i'm also giving it a seven out of ten so i uh yeah that's that's where this one lies so uh guys that was uh the new pornographers and mass romantic um tyler you are just a a normal dude living life is there anything you want to point our fans toward is there anything that you're passionate about in life that you just want to say hey notes my goats people (laughs) look at uh, this check out this thing or no uh i mean are your fans fans of sql databases i mean you never know you never know uh no um gosh uh if i knew what that was i might be <laughs> no you wouldn't okay I, I do it for a living and i'm not <laughs> i'm fans of i'm fans of your video game arcade you got back there yeah i got it you can't see it, but I've got a fourth over here now, too. Oh, oh nice. welcome at two. Come on. Awesome. Yeah. I'm super jealous. Um, so I would suggest go on YouTube and look for some live new pornographer stuff. They they have um they have put out live concerts on YouTube and they're they're really good and, and uh it is shocking with how many people are in that band and they fit all on a small stage and produce the same sound quality. Um, and same mix so uh, i would i would suggest that awesome steve where can uh the kids find us well hopefully they've already found us at least once um and if you can find us again mostly communication wise facebook instagram we are on twitter but neither brandon or i do the tweeting um very often Um, It it shows up and then i go on my comedy twitter and then i like I'd like it. And then I retweet it. And you can find Brandon on TikTok. Of you can find you can. me on TikTok. I'm the dad um, joke extraordinaire as I've proclaimed myself on TikTok. And does some interesting medical videos apparently recently. Yes. Um, Self-proclaimed uh, myself. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> double entendre there. Um, you can find me here. You can find me. I don't know. Around Wayland coaching football and whatnot hot air balloon festival still hasn't happened yet i don't believe this is coming out this is coming out before that so uh wayland hot air balloon festival you can find us there uh, in person september 11th we'll be hanging out that's an all-day event from 11 a.m to 11 p.m unless you want to come out run the 5k with me uh i don't i don't say it's a good idea it's gonna be hot sticky and sweaty gross but if you want to and you like that sort of thing just describing steve yes Uh. (laughs) every day generally especially right now with football um but generally if you want to come out and do that i am around i'll be available um if you want to just want to the hot air balloon festival check out the craft show the car show the cornhole tournament and the number of live bands they're going to have they're going to have i think five or six as of right now yeah and they're adding more apparently so we'll see what happens there link to that yes i will it'll be all over our page but the band the, the band wayland is headlining in wayland because not confusing at all if you don't live here, it's, you wouldn't know. It's, it's their hometown, you know. It is their hometown. So and they're like, you know, 
F-list the celebrities. Yeah, yeah, they're they're definitely they're F-list. <laughs> I don't know. In, in, in a town of twelve hundred people. Yeah, in a twelve. <laughs> yeah, 12 right. They're probably the A-list in our town of twelve hundred. I mean, I don't think I know who they were, except Phil's got really voluminous hair. Um, other than that, that's yeah. anything I catches his really long, <laughs> flowing locks. Probably, um, hi, it's, Phil. It's probably, it's probably fake. You're gonna hate me before we're done with this thing. Um, <laughs> but it is what it is. Uh, don't cancel us yet, Nissa. Uh, yeah. Right. Other than that, guys, this has been fun. Um, find us pretty much all over the internet. If you want to message us, reach out. Message, comment, attack. If you want some merch, reach out to me or Brandon. Find us at the Hot Air Balloon Festival or around wherever we're gonna be. Facebook will generally get you all the information for us. Um, but other, than, but to put a bow on this thing, guys. This has been. Uh, uh, Mass Romantic. Holy shit, I forgot the t- album title. Mass Romantic by the New Phenographers. I'm a professional. We're like 75 in. On that note, I am Steve. I am Brandon. And I'm not coming back next week. See you guys. Notes, the goats. Notes, the goats. Notes, the goats.